0: Hey, I'm Gabriel Goldfeder. I'm a Jewish life consultant, a.k.a. rabbi. So the king, the father, has told his son what to expect. The son knows that he will not be able to hold on to the throne forever. He knows that his father emphasizes and prioritizes joy above all. And he also knows that that is not predicted by the stars. There is no prediction as to whether or not he will be able to hold on to his joy because that apparently is something that cannot be predicted. That is something that remains his choice. And so knowing all this, the king's son, who here is still called the son of the king, accepted upon himself sovereignty, the kingship, the throne, be exultantly, with a high hand, confidently. And he made for himself ministers and dukes and officers, and soldiers. Okay, good work. chacham. This son of the king was wise. He was a wise man. V'haya ohev and he loved wisdom very much. V'hayu etzlo chachamim gedolim, and he had great wise people with him or by him. And anyone who came to him with any matter of wisdom, any nugget of wisdom, as it were, that found great importance and had great weight with him. And he gave them honor and wealth in exchange for this wisdom. Each person according to what they wanted. So people, if they brought him wisdom, could exchange that, as it were, or would be rewarded with honor and with wealth, whatever it was that they wanted. Misha Mamon, someone who wanted to have money, Hayarnotenlo Mamon, he gave that person money. Who Kavod, and one who wanted Kavod, honor, Hayarnotenlo Kavod, he would give them Kavod. Everything in exchange for, or on behalf of Chochmah of Wisdom. And since wisdom was so precious to him, everyone took themselves towards wisdom, they directed themselves and their efforts towards wisdom. And the entire country was involved with wisdom. Why? Because this one wanted money. Such that he would receive monetary reward in exchange for that wisdom. And this one wanted importance and honor. And since everyone was involved only with wisdom. Therefore, everyone in that country forgot Strategies of war. Because everyone was involved with wisdoms. Until everyone in this entire country were great wise people. To the point where even the lowest level wise person in that country would have been greater in wisdom in some other country, greater than everyone else. And the wise people in this country that were on the highest level of wisdom, they were incredibly wise. So we could imagine in our mind's eye what this country looked like, what they're doing. The king has set a culture of wisdom, of inquiry. The word Chachmot for Rabbi Nachman also implies Philosophy. And it also implies the seven wisdoms of the world, like botany and chemistry, mathematics, rhetoric. And since he is the king, he sets the tone for his culture. He sets the tone for his kingdom. He is the one who determines what the priorities are for that kingdom. He... a sense determines the coin of the realm and the coin of the realm is Chochmah and Chochmah can be exchanged for the other things that people want, money, honor, importance. But you have to wonder what happens if everyone in a kingdom puts all of their eggs in one basket. We saw, for example, a slight insinuation that they have forgotten the strategies of war. Though this is not the prophesied end game of One nation will not lift up sword against nation. They will no longer learn war. This is not that time. The fact that they have forgotten how to wage war makes them vulnerable because while they are involved and the smallest in stature among them is wiser than even the wisest people in any other country, those people in those other countries are spending their time on other pursuits, which it seems would include maintaining a viable military and further the citizens or members of this kingdom have learned to put their eggs in the basket of wisdom because it will serve as an adequate means to an end money honor importance whereas a person might ordinarily use their skills, like carpentry, to achieve money, and they might increase their skills and their abilities in a particular trade until they achieve something like honor or importance. Here, no one has to do that. All they have to do is do the one thing that is valued in the kingdom, and once they have that one thing, they will get through a shortcut, it seems money, and honor. So you might have something of a brain drain, as it were, where the most talented people are siloed into very particular, and it seems abstract pursuits, leaving aspects of the country vulnerable, underdeveloped, unmaintained. It seems here that Rabbi Nachman is warning us of the dangers of of the very real and realistic possibility of getting lost in something. There are certainly ways and times when we get lost in the things that we love and enjoy doing. A person could get lost in gardening or needlepoint. A person could get lost in playing music or listening or dancing. A person could get lost in love. A person could get lost in reading a book. There's all sorts of things that we do and that we enjoy the possibility of getting lost in, going to a movie and forgetting about the world for an hour. But there exists the real possibility that a person could really get lost. A person and a community and a society could become so absorbed in some singular pursuit that they lose track of themselves and they lose track of the world. And though there are certainly times when it is or feels right to go ahead and get lost, and there are certain people who have the privilege of getting lost in certain pursuits, one has to wonder what happens when an entire society leads one towards and reward one rewards one for getting lost in that way and the average citizen who's been trained like Pavlov's dogs to focus their pursuits on wisdom because they know they'll get a reward accordingly those people could become lost and the entire society could become lost misdirected fundamentally distracted as a community and you can't help but wonder when you look at the communities in which you exist, what are we lost in? Are people stuck in their own narratives? Are people absorbed, self absorbed? Are people distracted by TikTok? Are people focusing too much on celebrities? Are people caught in abstract political drama about which they can do nothing but argue? There are so many ways in which people can get pulled away from pursuits that are more grounded in the shared world and can end up using their energy and their attention and rating their self worth based upon pursuits that are foreign in some way to that real and shared world. And this is even more dangerous when that pursuit contains some elements that if they are isolated and magnified could lead to real, fundamental, and possibly even permanent damage to the individual, community, and society. So it's not surprising that Rabbi Nachman continues because of these wisdoms, Nit pakru medina. these wise people of this country became Epicurean. they became heretics. This wisdom was pursued too far. They became so convinced of their own wisdom and so convinced of the certainty and the truthfulness of their own thoughts that they lost track of the true orientation towards the source, towards the divine. And they drew also the son of the king towards them. gamkin, He also became a heretic. But the rest of the country, they did not become heretics. Possibly because for them it was simply a job, it was a way to produce a product that was valued by their king that could be exchanged for money and importance and honor. Because there was very great subtlety and depth in this particular wisdom of these wise people, who went into heresy. Therefore, the rest of the people weren't able to enter into this fine, subtle wisdom that led them to heresy it didn't damage them ben but the wise people and the son of the kingpakal they became heretics they became epicorsim. so in this sense it's a cautionary tale it's a tale of a leadership it's a tale of a community that has gone too far a community that has forgotten what it is really about and has pursued something to the point where danger has kicked in where they've lost their way deeply. They've stepped away from what is true. They've stepped away from what is healthy. And so again, you wonder, what are we emphasizing too much? What have we put too much weight on? What have we unnecessarily prioritized at the expense of other priorities? And perhaps more importantly, How have we become lost and who has become lost because of that? And perhaps most importantly, how do we get back? Which way is home? Can we still get there? What will it take to bring us back? What will it take to realign with the truth? To realign with true purpose that keeps us oriented towards each other oriented towards the divine oriented towards well-being oriented towards love all held together in a balance of all the different forces that allows us to safely and joyously grow